Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Alrighty, guys, our guest today on the program started a lawn care business in 2007. And in addition to that, he has published 964 YouTube videos, 3,948 Instagram posts, 350 podcast episodes, just getting started. And I think he's even got about 100 or so TikToks. Brian Fullerton, welcome back to the show. Hey, how you doing, Paul? Good morning. <laughs> Thanks. Our, our live studio audience. Hey, there you go. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's it's going good over here, man. It's been wild. Um, <clears throat> life is good. Business is good. It's uh, it's been a crazy spring rush. But um, <clears throat> is that really how many YouTube videos we've sp- uh, published and how many Instagram posts I've made? Yeah, I was doing some research this morning. Iron sharpens iron, man. I was getting so mad. I was like, how does he have 3,948 Instagram posts, 964 <laughs> videos? I was like, oh, man, I just got convicted. But yeah, those are your real numbers, man. You're almost at a thousand YouTube videos and almost 4,000 Instagram posts. That's, that's wild, dude. I, um, I, I, I literally genuinely have no idea how much content we've really put out there. I'm just like making it, trying to help people out, trying to help people grow. But man, that's a lot of freaking YouTube videos, bro. (laughs) Yeah, dude. But you're consistent, you know, with the podcast, you've been consistent with Instagram. You're consistent with YouTube. You're consistent. I, I, I look up to that and it inspires me as someone who's, you know, a content creator myself. I'm like, man, what, what you've done is you've just been reliable and consistent. And I think it's fantastic. And shout out to today's episode sponsor, Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use for my business so I can spend less time on admin tasks. And I'm actually going to pick Brian's brain about this today because he is incredible at delegating and keeping his focus on those important income producing activities. And Jobber will help us guys so that we can put all that admin stuff kind of in a streamlined way in their software. Um, That's going to be a seamless process and save us a bunch of time so we can focus on growing our business. With Jobber, you can get more work done through online booking and quoting and making that experience very simple for your customers. You can also manage your day through scheduling the mobile app, the GPS routing. Of course, my favorite part of Jobber is getting paid on time. With Jobber, you can get your credit cards on file from your customers, or if you're doing a a one-time job, maybe um, they're just going to pay you directly. They can do that all with contactless payments. You're not waiting for the old check in the mail. That is so irritating and so frustrating, Mr. Producer, to go to that uh, mailbox and the check's not in the mail. So 
Get organized, stay organized with Jobber and focus on growing your business. You can learn more at getjobber.com forward slash Paul, and they'll even offer you a free trial, 14 days. You don't even put a, you don't have to give them a credit card, nothing. You just try it for 14 days for free to see if Jobber's the right fit for you. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Thanks, man. Thanks. It's been, um, <clears throat> it's been a wild five or six years, but I'll tell you what, I, I always try to encourage people because I'm always like, how do people become successful or how do they, they seem like overnight successes or all that kind of mess. And I always try to encourage people like it's just a little bit every day, a little bit every day, a little bit every day. And some people, they do that little bit for like a day, a week, a month and like they don't see the results. Right. And so and it's it's sometimes it, maybe it's a little encouraging, but for most people, it's probably discouraging. Like myself, I'm always like. How did they get to where they're at? But that just shows you, like, if you just are a little bit consistent every single day over the long haul, like that can really add up. So that's um, for all, all my average kind of above average people that maybe aren't like pole vault, you know, Olympic champions or like, can, you know, sink a three point like Steph Curry. Like there's your meal ticket. Just be consistent over time. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think the fruit of the labor, you know, I just saw on Instagram this morning, which was a good sign because I. Our interview is at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. So I was like, with Fullerton time, this this is a hit or miss. I don't know if he's going to show up. But then I saw you made an Instagram post at like 7.15 a.m. of your new truck. I was like, yes, he's awake. He's going to be on the oh. show. Dude, with the baby, I've been up like four. Like you don't really sleep, actually. Um, Liz, Liz 100% hasn't slept in nine months, um, which is good and awful all at the same time because she's really attentive for Emmy, our uh, nine-month-old baby. A uh, little girl, but at the same point, it's 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 rough. Um, it's a lifestyle uh, shift, like you wouldn't imagine having a kid. Like we we were just young, dual income, triple income, like no kids kind of people, and it's just funny. Like if you want to go to <clears throat> dinner at night, you're like, hey, you want to go to Applebee's or Chipotle, right? And you you decide like an hour out, you know. And now now we have a little baby, and we're like nap windows, sleep schedules got to be home by eight o'clock for bath time. It's, it's wild. But you know, in the morning, dude, I'm up, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm up at four or five, six o'clock in the morning. Like you just, it's, I thought I didn't sleep before driving a baby. I promise you, you do not sleep. It's wild. Um, I'm, I'm definitely humbled in that category. Cause I thought I was working hard before, man, but it's wild having a little baby. <laughs> yeah. Now I brought the truck up cause I wanted to bring the correlation that with your lawn business, with your 964 YouTube videos, your almost 4,000 Instagram posts, your 350 podcasts, all of those seem mundane and, and routine, but accumulatively it's, you know, created wealth for you that now you have, you know, you're able to go out there and get that F3, F350, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, to be totally honest with you too, the the truck itself is through the lawn care company. So mm -hmm. I, I, I really do keep both businesses separate. I don't rob Peter to pay Paul, but I, I don't, take the profits of one company and try to buy other things or other companies. Or if I did, I would tell, tell you guys, but at the end of the day, the, the lawn care company is growing like weeds like crazy right now. It's just from the last four years ago, five years ago, even when I jumped on YouTube, like I was, I was a hot mess of a small business owner. I was the owner operator guy. We had one or two guys kind of running around of course, but um, we didn't, we didn't even do more than 70 grand in gross revenue just four or five years ago. And so uh, this year, I think we're on, you know, pace for like 300 grand, which is wild. So um, and we're not trying to be the biggest outfit or the biggest business. To be honest with you, we're, we're, we're super uh, efficient. We're very productive. We're, we're hyper profitable, I guess is probably the best way to say it. Um, but that truck is definitely a reward 
uh, out of the lawn care company. Um, the social media business and all that other mess, whatever that, whatever it even is, I, I don't know. I didn't grow up to be a, an influencer, you know, whatever that means. Um, but that's that's provided some other options for us as well. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with the way the social media thing has gone, but I didn't think that we'd be, quote unquote, like making money with it necessarily. But um, it's kind of sh- crazy to see what you can do in a couple of years as well uh, with social. So I had to take my cat's little bells off. So, <laughs> yeah, I finally talked to Brody, the the influencer at the gym. I don't know if you remember that story where I walked, I, do. I walked up to him. I was so nervous. So, guys, I have a friend. He go, well, I, I'm calling him a friend. I don't know if you call me his friend, but <laughs> an acquaintance, a neighbor. OK, and he goes to my gym. Brian, he has four million Instagram followers and he has 20 million TikTok followers. Wow. But, but just a couple of years ago, he was a bartender. You yeah. know, he lives, he lives where I live, a humble little apartment complex. He's my sure. neighbor. And uh, he's telling me these brand deals he's getting. And he's like, I'm, he's like, my agent told me that I'm not even an influencer anymore. I'm a celebrity. Cause he's like the brand deals. They're used to paying a certain amount for an influencer, but he's like, when you have 4 million, in, there's not that many people in the world that 4 million, you know, Instagram followers and, and 20 million TikTok followers. So he's just telling me about all these deals and what he's got going on. And I'm just like, dude, Two years ago, you're, you know, giving people their drink at the whatever bartenders. I don't know. I'm not a big boozer, but right now here he is. And he's telling me how much his life's changed in just two, two years. And he, you know, he, he can't cranks out consistent content. And he's got a business mind, but it's, it's so cool to see how fast your life can change. If you're willing to put in the work, doing the right things. Yeah, it, it is wild. I mean, like he, and the reality is he could still be bartending four nights a week and still run his social media thing on the side. Like it's, it's wild. The, the side hustle. So many of these people created, I'll, I'll tell you straight up a whole, whole nother total story for a whole nother time. But the huge apartment complex that we live in, I've met four people that are famous on TikTok or YouTube wow. and then like famous, like, like maybe I'll backtrack that. Like they're, they're successful or with creating social media content. Like one guy's an orthodontist. He has a hundred thousand subs on YouTube. Wow. You watch his videos on like how to, how to fix your teeth. Right. He's got a, yeah. an ebook, a membership, all this stuff. I, and- I wonder if he, if he works with, uh, with my friend, Nate may, my, my friend, Nate may coaches, a. Uh- uh, orthodontist or dentist up in Michigan. To, to it's play. it's very likely that it could be him. He he had a Tesla uh, Model Three. He's like, hey, how do you charge it here? Because there's no 220 in the garages. So I was t- talking about that, and then he saw my podcast studio in the garage, and he's like, what's all that? And uh, I, I do some stuff with YouTube. I'm, I, I've never been like, oh, I'm a YouTuber. Like that's that's so cringe. And uh, he's like, really, I do some stuff with YouTube. And I'm like, really? So then you have that whole rabbit hole conversation, right? Um, but he's got a hundred thousand subs, like an ebook, um, a membership thing. And I just, I, I know how to like, I can derive people's like income from like what they're making based on the numbers. Like I, I've, I've kind of, I feel like I'm pretty, pretty good with YouTube. Uh, with like learning what people are making and uh, it's wild. I'm like, dude, this guy's making a hundred you know, grand a year teaching people how to fix their teeth. Right. Um, like before and after photos. And then there's a girl <clears throat> in the next building over literally really nice girl. Uh, her husband's really cool. Um, she's an Instagram. Um, she's like the workout Instagram, TikTok influencer girl. Right. So she's got yeah, like shark, gym shark and all that mess. And, um, and good for her. That's awesome. But she's got a half a million followers on Instagram and, uh, they make enough where he's pursuing his master's degree, um, you know, going to college full time, being Mr. Mom. They got a little two year old boy who's cute as a button. Um, and so they're, they're really nice, really kind people. But, you know, I'm sure she's making a couple hundred grand a year. Uh, so all the gym clothes and supplements. Right. Um, it's just it's just kind of wild. I mean, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I, I we're, we're making some money with YouTube and social media, but like, I don't know. I get around some of these other people and they're like six figure brand deals and all this other mess. And I, I just, I don't even know. I I'm like, I got my little tin cup out. I'm like, anybody want to give me a thousand bucks for a post, you know, but I heard like, like the rock gets like a million bucks for an Instagram post, an Instagram post. Like that's just wild, dude. Like I, I don't even, I can't even fathom that kind of money. Like, I don't know. Um, maybe you're there, Paul, but let me know. Let me know how the other side lives, you know? <laughs> yeah, no Brody's there, man. He was telling me what he gets for a little, you know, 15 second or 30 second thing or, or just product placement or whatever. And I was like, wow, dude, that is, that's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's fun too. Cause like you can do it nights and weekends. Like there's people that have like tool channels or, um, baking channels or vlogging and, 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 you know, it's, you don't have to be anybody like special or famous. You just have to like be fun, you know, have fun, be creative, do something different. Um, I, I think the best example was the guy like last summer, he got like two, one or 2 million subs in two weeks. Um, it's like Mr. Dad or something like that. Like how to be oh. a, like, like he's a dad to people. So he like how to put on your bike chain and like how oh, to, wow. how to like fix a door hinge or like just simple stuff. But like, he's like some seven year old guy, but he's like the dad for people who didn't have a dad. And he made these like little two and four minute videos. Right. And he got like 2 million subs in like two weeks and everybody loves him. It's just, wow. I don't know. It's just social media is interesting. It's a double edged sword too. Like there's good and there's also bad. It's um, you got to make sure that you still tame it. Cause if not, it, it will consume you and the numbers and all that mess. And I've been, I've been in those phases and, uh, but you got to tame the beast. It's a, it's a lot sometimes. Yeah. Now Brody's content <clears throat> is just comedy. He just, he, he's like, I always want to be an actor. I always did comedy and you know, wasn't getting anywhere dead end career. And all of a sudden sure. TikTok came out, started making some comedies on TikTok, and those grew and then, you know, turned them into reels and, and things like that. And, and he really exploded. But I want to dive a little deeper into what you just said, because you have put out 964 videos, 3,948 Instagram posts, 350 podcasts. And I know you have some help with like Mr. Producer and Liz and you, you know, it's not like you're doing a hundred percent of the work, but you're still from what I understand quarterback and most of it and publishing it yourself. So, so how do you keep, you know, Liz happy and, 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 um, Emmy, you know, and your family respecting you while putting out such a massive amount of content while still, you know, managing Rob and running your business. How, how do you manage all that? Well, there's no simple answer. It's a lot of hard work. Um, but at the same point, there's been ebbs and flows from all of that. It's not like it's just been, you know, we created 5,000 pieces of content and like, we're su successful. There's, there's, there's some nights we're putting out a video. Some nights we're not putting out a video. It, it, it's really tough because people get this like finished product idea and I, I'm not a finished product. In fact, uh, behind the scenes, I'm probably harder on myself than anybody, you know, and Liz is at behind the scenes pumping me back up saying, hey, you're awesome, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm like, this guy's got it going on or this guy's got it going on. Or maybe you guys feel the same way, like with your traditional long landscape company or whatnot. Like this guy's got a skid steer. Or this guy's got a dump truck. This guy's bought another dump truck and this guy's got another trailer. Like and sometimes that works on you because. Mm -hmm you're like, you, you try to run the numbers and you're like, how, how much are they making or how are they doing this? Or, Oh, they bought another truck. They probably just financed it. And then sometimes you can get petty or jealous or this or that. Right. Like, so I don't, maybe, maybe other people play those head games and it's just, or, or don't, and it's just me. But um, to be honest with you, it's been just, like I said, a little bit every single day, but the last, the, the first couple of years of YouTube, we hit it. Like there was a window. I wanted to have a bigger YouTube channel. Um, there was, there was, a hundred people, you know, 50 people putting out content. 
I just kind of personally knew like, it's kind of like a race to the top, right? There's going to be in four or five years, there's probably going to be three or four big channels. Uh, the people that don't treat it serious are probably going to um, fizzle out. Uh, there's only so many brands. There's only so many companies. There's only, it's, it's the 80, 20 rule about everything, right. In life. Like you talked about that on a podcast recently. The Pareto so, principle. Yeah. Dr. Frank, that was a great episode, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I realized, well, I probably should work hard now to be, to make sure that I'm in the top 20%. I, I, I wasn't trying to be number one or number two or number three. I just wanted to be in the top 20. I just said, I'll be consistent and just try to get there. So we, we did work hard and, and it was just Liz and I, like, we were working, we would, I'd make a video, but I, I could still spend time with Liz. It wasn't like I was working 90 hours a week. I, I, I don't want to ever um, try to present that. Cause some people, they think like, you just got to hustle to hustle and just work, 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 work. And that's true to a degree, but there is a balance. So like, for example, we worked really hard. We got to a higher subscriber count on YouTube, but this last nine, 10 months with Emmy, I, I've downshifted a gear. I've put out maybe less content on YouTube, uh, less Instagram posts, but we've, because of like us being a, a higher ranked or a higher viewed or a higher subbed or a higher follower counts, uh, accounts, we still get the same amount of result or more because it, it is a good, uh, the rich get richer kind of a thing. But <clears throat> that wasn't always the case. The first four or five years I grinded like nobody. I mean, a, a, other than like, people outside of our niche. Right. But in our niche, I, I, I think I work pretty hard and we have a pretty large YouTube channel to boot. Same thing in lawn care with our landscaping company. Like we've grown from 75 grand in revenue to 300 grand in revenue in four years. That that's, that's a lot of growth for us. And it's, and it's a pretty profitable company too. So it's not like we just did YouTube only. Like I was growing my lawn and landscape company, picking up clients, dropping clients. Um, we're, we're this year we have the, biggest, burliest, best business I've ever had. Like the profit margins, the guys that are on the crew and on the team, like the accounts we've picked up. I am like, I told Liz, I'm like, I am so happy with how much we're crushing it with our traditional long landscaping business. Um, now that being said, like I've downshifted a gear this year because I've really, really, really wanted to prioritize time with Liz and Emmy. Um, I, I think, you know, if you're running a marathon, there's times when you're going to run there's times when you're going to pace. There's times when you might jog. And then there's times when you're going to sprint. So uh, this year, I've really tried to, I wouldn't say like put out less content. I've just really tried to block. I, having a baby has like humbled me with my schedule because it used to be like, you could just make a post whenever, or I get home and I could edit a YouTube video for an hour and a half and get it on YouTube. And Liz and I would just go to dinner. Now it's like, I get home at four, five, six. Liz wants to, you know, give me at me. She wants a break, which is, is totally understandable. If you have a newborn, you, you, you can relate. Um, and so I can't just get home and edit a YouTube video and post it by six, seven o'clock. Right. Um, I have to be way more intentional. So I have to have videos in the queue, edit really early morning or really late night, because for me personally, like I only get this window with Emmy for it's her first. She's brand new baby. Like I want to have a strong connection with her. So I've really tried to make sure that from five to nine is family time. Like, like you guys wouldn't believe I, I I'm not perfect at it, but there's some times I got to get home and edit a video for a half hour or make a quick Instagram post. But I'll tell you what, like I can tell you as honest as I could ever be like from five to nine, I've tried to make sure that I'm here for Liz. 
um, an Emmy. Like eight o'clock is seven, seven, seven thirty is dinner. Eight, eight thirty is bath time. Nine, nine thirty, Emmy goes down with with Liz. Um, sometimes I'll come back out and I, I will be honest with you. There's times I'm editing videos at 10, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night and I am exhausted. Like it's, I, I'm not getting as much sleep as I'd like for sure, but so what, you know, who cares? Um, life goes on. If you want to win, you're gonna have to make some sacrifices and I'm competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but I'm telling you what, <laughs> yeah, I, you are competitive, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I want to win. I want to be like one of the guys I want to have, I want to be in the top 100 with oh. Paul and, and Caleb, you know, but I'll tell you what, my number one priority, a hundred percent, um, is just making sure that Liz is happy. Um, Emmy's happy. Cause it, Man, I'll tell you what, like having a baby and adding that to your life and your marriage and um, having two small businesses, like it's a lot, dude. It's a lot. And I and I I I don't care about the money. I've literally never cared about the money. I know it sounds weird because when you're when you're broke, you're like, dude, it's all about the money. And then you start making a couple bucks and you realize, dude, health is so much more important. Mm-hmm. Um, strong relationships are so much more important. Um I don't know if I'm speaking out there to anybody, but like I, I've I've done the hustle, 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 work, work, work thing, and it's fun and it's cool. Um, but I'll tell you straight up, I definitely um, more appreciate the the family aspect. We've seen more friends, we've seen more of you guys, I've seen more of my mom, more of her mom, more of Liz, and more of my baby this last nine, twelve months than I did the first first four years doing YouTube and running the company and growing everything all at once. And I'll tell you what, I would not have it any other way. I'm I'm. I'm happy. Like I'm internally happy. I'm not trying to sell you guys on it. Like I'm personally happy. Um, and that's just, that's, that's what it all, it's all about, man. So that's really inspiring, Brian. And and again, I look at your numbers, I'm running the math here. I think it's closer to 5,500 pieces of content. And uh, wow. it, it's just so inspiring to me because <laughs> what, what you just said is Obviously, you got that on your resume. I don't think there's anyone listening to us that has 5,500 pieces of content. I don't think so. But maybe there is one guy. Shout outs to you. But I think Brian has, yeah. I think Brian has the record uh, for most content put out. And I'm not talking about raggedy content. I mean, your, your, your posts are, are, you know, and they get better over the months and the years and, and everything. Um, but it's yeah, impre- don't, don't, don't go back to my first couple of videos <laughs> on YouTube. My first, my first two years of YouTube were, how did you make your first couple podcasts? Cause what, what episode did you hire Mr. <laughs> Producer? D- didn't you do like a few podcasts on your own? That's a good question. Uh, it had to have been around 70, 80 ish because you came over for the summer tour. We were like the tail end. <clears throat> that was like late July, August, maybe. So I had the podcast launched in uh, February, end of February, 2020. 20, 2019. I don't even know, dude, 2020, I think. So I think I had 12 episodes a month times four or five months in. So probably what? 60, 70 ish. Yeah. I and just then, remember uh, you called me one day. You're like, how are you doing it, dude? Well, the, the story, you've told the story a hundred times, so I won't repeat it, but it is, it is a funny story every time because you were down in the garage and uh, you were, you had your laptop up and you were uploading the files from the, the, the podcast you had just done. And I said, who are you uploading those to? And you said, Mr. Producer. And so that's the whole story. I was like, he's a real dude. You're like, he's a real dude. So I think I took you out to dinner, like to Black Rock that night. And Sunday you hit the road or whatever it was. And mm-hmm. I think I called you Sunday or Monday. And I'm like, hey, can you give me Mr. Producer's number? And then I talked to Marty on, I think it was Sunday even for like three hours. We, we had like a two, three hour powwow, like just back and forth, like expectations and what, because he... He was only producing your show, I think, at the time, right? Yeah, he, 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 that's it. 
Yeah. So, so he's like, he's like learning too, right? Cause yeah. he didn't probably see it as a business either. He's like, yeah, I'm helping this, the squirrely Atlanta guy, you know, like he put his podcast together. <laughs> and then, uh, I was like, Hey dude. And I probably, I probably came at him like all business. I'm like, how much and how, and when, and how, and who, and where, and like interrogated him. Cause that's what I do. Like, yeah. I need, I'm an expensive first date, man. When I meet somebody, I'm like, how much money are you making? What are you doing? How does this work? Like, I, I hate small talk and BS, you know? So yeah. it's like, so he was like probably drinking out of a fire hose there, but um, it worked out. It worked out. He's, he's been quarterback in the show. Like I, I couldn't do it without him. Amazing guy. Like you want to talk about somebody who's an A player. If I've put out 350 podcasts and you've put out 750 podcasts and Caleb's put out 200 and everybody else, man, like he's, he's responsible for her help and change. I mean, probably a couple, you know, a hundred thousand people's lives, a million people's lives, you know, like that's, I don't know. I'm sure he'll get his reward in heaven and um, he'll be pleasantly surprised when he gets there. So, yeah. And you opened so many doors from that one conversation that you had with him, who would ever thought, I mean, I, I, I shared your information with him. So I'm a Mr. Producer. Don't forget me, man. I always try to (laughs) remind him how this all got started, but then you, you were like the rock, the better, you know, his first, um, virtual customer, so to speak, because me and Mr. Producer hang out in, in person and, and, you know, I, I go to his bunker. It really is like, he's got bears in his backyard and he lives in the Appalachian mountains. It's wild. I'm down. I like that. <laughs> yeah. You got, you would have fun, man. You like to shoot them guns. He's got, uh, you know, just a cool setup where you can, you could really have some fun out there. But sure. then that opened the door to your buddy, Caleb Allman. And I think Caleb used him from right out of the gate. Andy Mulder used him right out of the gate. Uh, Naylor got him early on. You even referred him to Tim Schmoyer. That was a nice little run he had with, with video creators. And that's, um, it's so cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm on YouTube. I, I watch video creators. I watch all, a lot of those guys. I'm trying to learn more about the YouTube algorithm. And, and I'll be watching video creators. And Mr. Producer, will they play him in the intro still. Yeah. And, uh, it's, well, it's, go ahead. Well, I was talking to Tim. I, I do some coaching calls with Tim. Um, and, and you guys are like, coaching calls, 199 bucks an hour, 249 bucks an hour to, like, to get on the phone <laughs> call. And some people are like, best deal ever, right? And then other people are like, what a scam. I get it. I get it. Like five years ago, 10 years ago, I'd be like, I ain't paying nobody 250 bucks to talk to him for an hour. That's stupid. Well, then you, then you, I would just be honest, then you grow up and you realize like information and access is everything. Like for real. So if I could, like if Stanley Dirt Monkey made a coaching call available for $499 an hour right now, I would buy 10. He's, he's a friend. He's in my cell phone. But my gosh, if I can learn from a Stanley Dirt Monkey for 500 bucks for an hour when he spent 30 years accumulating the best of the best of the best, and then I can just buy that access for 500 bucks or 250 bucks an hour. Are you kidding me? So Tim Schmoyer, when I told other people that I spent like $700 for an hour of coaching, they're like, it's it's just unfathomable, right? Like his like, rate's nine ninety nine now, just on his website nine ninety nine, and and one of his competitors, Sean Canal, Sean Cannell, is yeah, Sean Cannell, four yeah. four thousand bucks for an hour with Sean, four thousand yeah, dollars, dude, for one hour, and, and these guys are hating on us for a little two fifty an hour. Come on, <laughs> look, look, I I I have folks that I use for uh, for legal. Uh, hire lawyers. I'm going through some stuff actually right now. It's five hundred dollars an hour, uh, twenty thousand dollar retainer. You have no idea. I mean, like I didn't, I didn't know. Cause like, I'm just trying to mow lawns and make 25 bucks, you know, but then, you know, you fast forward five years or 10 years and you start realizing like investing into education and knowledge and access, like, man, it could, it could change 
your life. And uh, so I did a, I did a call with Tim and Tim, um, you know, like to do some uh, prep work, you know, for my call for his coaching call, um, listen to one of our podcasts and he, he heard the intro and it was like, you know, uh, first the part with uh, my, my other producer and then uh, Mr. Pro- then, this, you know, Marty over here was uh, with his intro and his uh, transition. And Tim was like, who is that guy? He's like, got the golden voice. He's awesome. Is he any good? Is he for hire? So wow. I, I felt cool. Like I always like to want to be like the hook you up guy. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's just, just to be like, yeah, I hooked that guy up. Like, that's pretty cool. Like just to broker people. It's like a fun, like, I don't know, like a weird hustle. Maybe you guys are like that. Like, like some customers like, Oh, I got, I need this tree removed. And you're like, Oh dude, you need to go with like my boy, Sean, like he's awesome. And you just like feel um, proud or accomplished or uh, like excited about making that deal. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I, I got to hook Mr. Producer up with, um, with Tim. And I told Mr. Producer, I'm like, yo, this guy's a big fish. Like don't mess this one up. Yeah. And he's like, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they were able to work together for a year, year and a half, whatever it was. Cause, um, that's really cool. Cause man, I, I, I want to see Mr. Producer win. I want to see him grow and succeed. And, um, he's working with C-suite productions, I think. And, um, I know, I know of them, like they're, they're, they're big deal, man. He's, he's got it going on. Yeah. They're like, today's show's brought to you by UPS. And, uh, I'm like, you know, I, at least I have a GPS track it, you know, I got Cujo Yardware. nothing against Cujo, but, then oh, like- but yeah, he's doing, uh, he's doing our little, I mean, we love the brands we work with, but then I'm listening to the, another podcast, Mr. Producer creates and, and, uh, this epic UPS commercial today's yep. show is brought to you by UPS. Isn't what can Brown like- do for you? And Mr. Almost like, ah, oh, you made it big. And then they offered him, which is really quite only a too, too much of a side tangent here, but they sure. offered him a full-time salary, a full-time job. Like they off, they rolled out the red carpet. And I think that there's some tug in his heart to our community. Um, because from what I understand, he told him no. And he's still, he's still creating your podcast and my podcast and Caleb's podcast and Andy and Naylor. And I think he feels like if he sold us all, and I'm not saying he, he he's got to do what's best for him, but if he took that job and dropped us, I, I would be pretty devastated. But I, I'm glad that he's still like, you know, ma- making this all possible because yeah, um, he does, this, he does a really good job. Yeah. And he's, he's always, he's always dependable and reliable. So, well, ho- hopefully even if he has uh, the new nine to five with the big boy company, he can still have his side hustle work yeah. with us, presents, you know? So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. But then I'm like, what if like, yeah, you know, Joe Rogan, who knows where, like, once you get into those circles, it's like, who knows what, what trajectory his career could take. But that, that, that's what I was most excited about with him, with Tim, because Tim and Daryl Eves talk and then who knows where it can go from there, because, you know, you could have. Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. Right. And I, I'm always like, like, I just want to see people win and grow and succeed. I've never been trying to, like, hold somebody back or or, hey, somebody else got a brand deal and I didn't. I, I'm never like you know, butthurt about that. It's like, dude, come on. There's, there's such a big world out there. So I don't know. We, we, we definitely appreciate Mr. Producer to, uh, to go full circle. He's, he's amazing guy. And, um, me creating content, like I, I, it's just like, uh, like Elon Musk, he gets a lot of credit, but he's also got a great team of people working with him. Um, and so like, I get a lot of credit, but what people don't understand is like, Liz lets me go. Like Liz lets me work. Like Liz does so much on the back end. I, I filter, every other thought that I have from both businesses through Liz and I get, and I get Liz for like five minutes sometimes. Cause Emmy's like, you know, attached at the hip, mm-hmm. which is, which is understandable, 
but I, but even then I'm like, Hey, I just need you for five minutes. Can I just ask you about this? Like, and so people are like, Oh, you're, you're this or you're that, or, um, you know, and I'm like, dude, you have no idea. Like I run it through so many other people, Liz being one of them. And if it wasn't for folks like her, uh, Mr. Producer, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not anything special, dude. I'm, I'm, I actually heard Caleb say this once on a podcast recently. It was actually really good. He's like, if you ever met your hero, whatever the saying is like, like, you don't, you don't want to meet your hero because you're probably be like really under impressed. Right. So like, because you just find out they're like an average person. And uh, that actually happened to me. Who was it recently, dude? I met somebody and they were like, I was like, dude, I want to be like this guy. And this guy's awesome. And all this other mess. And then I met him and I'm like, ah, I was actually kind of underwhelmed. Like their people skills sucked. They weren't really kind. They weren't really friendly. Great persona, like great at selling and and, and the character that they were. But uh, it's one of those things. So I always tell people the same way. Like if you like me or if you like Paul, um, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys back as well. But like if you guys do get to meet us and like see us and get to know us, like, hey, don't judge us. We're like normal people, too. And we're not infallible, you know, so I've, I've, I've messed up. I've made mistakes. I've said things to my wife. I regret I've, I've been stupid at times uh, as well. So I'm just doing the best I can. Just like so many of you guys out there listening to me. And I've never tried to pretend like we got it all figured out. We're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Things are getting better year over year. Um, and we have so many great people that we get to listen to and take advice from like, that's, that's the biggest blessing of all the social media stuff is all the people we've got to meet. Totally. Well, Brian, I, I know I want to get into um, Launchpreneur, uh, your, your event coming up this fall and, and even this summer. Um, we got together in the trades and uh, yeah. uh, you, I'm not used to your 30 minute intros, just your introductory. You know, I was all preliminary saying hello, 30 minutes, but I have to use a bathroom. So yeah. I, I'm going to kick it over to Mr. Producer. Let him thank today's show sponsors. I got to go to the bathroom real quick and uh, we'll be right back. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. 
estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off season in February, sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. Uh, ready. And we're back. All right. Now, before we get into together into trades and, and your annual event, I wanted to ask you, because you were touching on something that I think is very important about reinvesting into your business and, you know, paying um, Tim Schmoyer 700 bucks or you know, nine ninety nine. Now I don't know. Maybe you got your grandfather in a little discount or something, but that's a lot of money. But have you seen an ROI? And how has reinvesting in in information and education and learning? How's it, how have you seen that? You know, make you ha- have a return on investment. Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that question. Um, usually, I'm the guy asking that question. To other people. Um, well, well, I guess you got to. It's a really, really, really good question to me because I think I think really you have to kind of back up a, a step before you even ask that question. And, and here's what I had to come to to terms with is like they always say it's like it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a caveat to that too. Like what you know is really important as well. But they also say like your life is going to be successful based on the books you read and the people you associate with. We've all heard that one. And then outside of that you're like, dude, I don't know stuff. I don't know things. I don't know money, life, finances, relationships, all this other stuff. Like when you're a newborn baby, you're a blank slate, right? Like Emmy doesn't know to be kind or to be generous or to be a giver or whatever. She's, she's a blank slate. It's, it's wild. Like she doesn't like when she does this whole thing right now, Paul, she does like the peekaboo where she like puts a blanket over her face. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we go, where's Emmy? And she drops it down and then we go, there you are. And she gets all happy. She literally thinks right now, they, they, they psychologists believe and they, and they uh, think that the babies literally think that the world disappears. Oh, wow. So, so you're like, oh, peekaboo, like we know she's still there. But when she does that, she believes that she's making herself or her surroundings totally disappear. So, so it's one of those things you're like, well, you have these beliefs and you have these thoughts and you have these ideas, but are they true? Are they, are they your own? Like, and other things you have to learn. So when I was 18, 19, 20 and my, my finances and my income were Mickey mouse, it's cause I didn't know anything. I didn't, I wasn't helping anybody. I, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know that I didn't know, right? Like those four windows, you know, like, what do you know? What do you don't know? All that other masses, like the four windows of life. So for me personally, I just realized that I don't know, probably about 30 years old, uh, I had like a little midlife crisis. And uh, I was like, dude, my life is not where I want it to be. I, I thought I'd have a hundred million in the bank and driving on a Lambo and had like the lake house and all that mess, right? Right or wrong on that expectation. Okay. But the reality is I'm like, okay, my life is not where I want it to be. And I have nobody else to point the finger to, but me, mm-hmm. at least I was mature enough to know, like, it's my fault. I wasn't a victim, you know, but I was like, okay, I can't blame anybody else. I, I realized like I'm at where I want to be because I put myself there. 
sometimes that's a hard uh, pill to swallow for people. You're like, no, no, no. Like this guy did me wrong back in four years ago, or my business partner quit, or my wife divorced me. Like I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's still up to you. Right. So before I started learning that I had to get more knowledge and get good information to make better decisions, you almost have to have like this moment of like self-awareness, like, um, Hey, like your problems in life are your fault. Like you're at in life where you want to be. Like I heard somebody say once, and this one really made me mad, but it was like the amount of money you have in your bank account right now is exactly where it should be. Wow. You know, like I heard that one. I got so mad. I was like, I had like, you know, 1200 bucks probably in my checking account. And I was like, that's not true. Like I I'd have 200 grand if I just knew this or somebody did that but it was just excuses, excuses and excuses. So maybe you're listening in, you got like 12 grand to your checking account and you're like, no, dude, you don't understand. Like, and it's like, dude, I'm telling you, I was in the same boat and it's a hard pill to swallow, but like you have exactly in your checking account, the amount of money you have. And that's exactly what it should be. Right. Like, and here's the thing, everything that you got going on today is the result of the decisions you've been making for the last five years. So it, it, it's like, dude, it's such a hard pill to swallow when you start hearing truth because I'm leaving with myself right now. I'm like, yeah, I have a pretty decent life right now. Like I'm really happy, but man, I've made really tough decisions and worked my guts out the last five years and like designed this life that I'm living right now. Like mm-hmm. it's wild. It's the first time in, in a five-year window where I can say like, I'm really happy with how things quote unquote turned out. They didn't turn out. It was a plan, but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then there was the the five years before that from 25 to 30 and I get to 30 years old. And I'm like, dude, like my life is not where I want it to be, but I wasn't making correct decisions. I didn't have good information. Right. Mm-hmm. So to go full circle to your question uh, at 30, I just realized if I wanted to, I'm going to be 35, five years from now. Right. Like we're all going to be five years old or five years from now, Lord willing. Right. Mm-hmm. So right now, we, if maybe your life is where it's at and, and you, and you're happy with where you are, Awesome, man. Like keep making those right decisions. Keep making the right choices. Keep being around the great people and keep elevating as you go. But for a lot of us too, maybe like your life isn't where you want it to be. And that might just be a hard truth and a hard pill to swallow. But here's the deal. Five years from now, you're going to be five years older and you're going to be wherever you want to be five years from now. Like you have to learn the right things, get around the right people like from business, even from like running a successful long landscaping business, you guys get to listen to, to Paul all day long, uh, five times a week. If, if you want a more successful long landscape company five years from now, then listen to stuff that Paul's teaching you and, and Dr. Frank and, and the other great guests that he has on. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I just realized, am I really going to let 250 bucks and some of the best knowledge um, stop me from being successful. And by the way, I didn't have like $50,000 laying around in my checking account either to be like, Oh yeah, it'd be nice to buy somebody's uh, time for an hour or $700 here or $500 there. Like I dude, I didn't have the money either, but I realized like it's the chicken or the egg. If I, if I don't have the money, I'll never spend it. And, and I'll never get the access. I'll never get the knowledge. I'll never get the stuff. So I'll never be more successful or I stop making excuses, basically spend the money I sometimes don't even have, right? Get the knowledge and then I can get to become successful. It's like, it's like people are like, well, I don't have the money to have my groceries delivered. No, dude, you don't have the money to not spend to get your groceries delivered. Because why are you going to the grocery store for three hours? They're back loading up this, that, shopping, all that crap 
fighting with people, you know, Sunday morning after church. It's like wild. Like we're all Christians at 10, 11, 12 a.m. And then you go to the grocery store at 3 o'clock <laughs> and people were wearing shoulder pads and elbow pads. Oh. Um, you know, but, that's, that's, but it's like, why are you not doing $100 hour work, slinging mulch, doing landscaping, mowing grass, um, craft time? And we're doing all these like weird things. So people are like, well, I, I, I get some people that like criticize the content that I put out. Shocker. <laughs> and they're like, you pay people to wash your cars or to go get your groceries or to change your oil. Or I'm like, yeah. And, and, but I'm really selective with my time. I do high income earning activity. And the rest of my time I spend with my family. Like I, I have people come wash my cars and I didn't have that option five years ago. I was like, I'm going to wash my car, man. It's, it's only two hours and 30, $30 at the coin wash, man, or $20 at the coin wash. But like, I don't know at the end of the day, like everybody gets their own life. And I'm just telling you, like, it works. It really does work because I, Liz and I are a prime example of just hard work, better decisions, not perfect decisions, but more right decision-making. Right. And at the end of the day, like, if you really distill life down, like everybody gets, it always comes down to choices. And I just had to learn like what's right choices, what's wrong choices, what's, what's a good decision. What's a better decision. You know, like, do we want this now or do I want something better later? Like delayed gratification kind of stuff. Um, here's a tip. We're still renting an apartment. People are like, oh, you're throwing all this money away and all this equity and all this other mess. And I'm just and, I, and that's fine because I understand that thought process. But then there's always a higher level of thinking and maybe a master plan and a grand plan and a bigger design. And so while while I've maybe spent 25 grand a year in rent, I've also maybe been able to bank multiples of that per year. So I, I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to argue with people. They can do them. I'll do me. Um, the people I'm learning from that are successful, they're like, dude, just keep doing what you're doing. Stay the course. So you have to really, where, where power comes from is from clarity, right? You have to be clear with what you're trying to do in life. And we've all heard the statement and the saying, like, more people spend time planning a two-week vacation than they do their entire financial future. Right. Like I get around Bedell. He's not like, hey, man, here's the 2010-10 I put down for fertilizer. We can talk shop. We can talk X and O's. But he's like, hey, man, on the macro level, this is going on and that's going on. And I just I need to get around that because sometimes even I get so stuck in the in the woods, you can't see the forest. Right. Mm. So I don't know, man, people like and that's fine, by the way, like he's like like we were joking about earlier. Some people are like a coaching call for 249 bucks. You're crazy. And that's fine. And then other people are like only $249. Like if I could get access to a Paul Jameson that knows how to do a sod job, like um, who's our boy, uh, Lobo Landscaping. And he did his first sod job. It was going to make 1800 bucks, but instead made like 5,500 bucks. I'm pretty sure that, or whatever the numbers were. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's happy. He spent his back then. You probably had your call for 99 bucks. Yeah, Paul. back then. <laughs> you know, like, 99 bucks to make an extra $4,000 on the first sod job. Two things there. One, how much more money would he, has he made now three years later since that call or, or the verse, uh, vice versa, how much money would he have left on the table if he didn't spend 99 bucks just to have somebody look over his notes and just to get some perspective and soundboard off of somebody like it's not an endorsement for coaching calls. I'm just saying like, you got you to gotta get your, your mind right. And that's what some people don't see is the hours of podcasts that I consume, the hours of books that I'm reading, the, the, the most successful people out there. That's what they're doing. They're reading, they're listening, they're studying. Uh, Warren Buffett 
is notorious for saying he spends three hours a day just reading and thinking. And, and I'm like, man, like, like, and even me, like even right now at this, at this level, right. Quote unquote, I'm like, yeah, that would be nice. Must be nice. But here's a tip. He's been making decisions to allow him to be able to read and listen and the thing for, for three hours a day. He's been lining himself up to get there for five years. And now I, I, and I haven't, right. That wasn't my goal. If I want to have three hours a day to think and read and listen and study, well, then I have to start making decisions now to line myself up for that in a couple of years. But the whole must be nice, must be nice. I will assure you, nobody just landed up wherever they're at right now. Like it was a decision, either a conscious one that you made or an unconscious one. And a lot of people are making unconscious decisions. And um, there's there's that's not a way to live life. There's no intentionality. And I know you talk about intentionality a lot on this show, Paul. Yeah. And you've had a great influence on me, Brian. I've tried the grocery store delivery thing and I was too embarrassed to take a picture and tag you on this. This happened this week. So I ordered, I have an app called Instacart and mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite at the whole foods level yet, like you and Liz. Um, but I, I can afford to get Aldi's. Okay. It's a grocery store. We have in Atlanta here. Aldi's is awesome. Yeah, I know you get, you like get so much and it's only like 150 bucks. I'm talking, I got gross, more groceries for my community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. We have, we have one across the street from our house or, or our house uh, across the street from uh, that Sherwin Williams. I do that's like notorious on my YouTube channel. Yeah. There's one across the street. We go there all the time. <laughs> OK, well, I had this, you know, I had this delivered to my house. Well, where I live, my apartment. All right. <laughs> so well, uh, if you guys are watching on the YouTube, man, look at this background. Like I was like, Paul, did you move or is that a green screen? Oh, like, man. <laughs> don't don't expose all this because I had Al Blades on my show and he's like, man, you got a nice house. And I was rolling with, it. I was like, thanks, man. I was like, he's like, will you go play your piano? And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, I was like, well, it really needs to get tuned before I play. He said, no, I'll go play it, man. You know how to play. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh man, Al, I didn't want to tell him it's a green screen. I'm, but, um, that's anyway, funny. that's funny. So, so I get the, te- the email text notification, whatever it was from Instacart, like your del- groceries have been delivered. And so I'm like, cool. And I go and I open my door and all these don't have bags or, or, or anything. So this joker has all my groceries, like an individual item sitting on my thing. I was like, what in the world? Like, why didn't That's he funny. do something? That's, uh, well, I mean, you got to bring your own bag. You know the rule, bro. Like, I, yeah. But I figured he had enough common sense to like, you know what I mean? And oh man. So he put all my groceries are just sitting there, the individual items, that's funny. I never would have. I would have never connected the dots on that all day. But that's um, that's funny right there. No, if I go in there, like I, I grab like three things, like a slap of ribs or something, you know, because like I, I, you're limited to your hands, you know, because yeah. you're gonna carry all that with you. Well, I guess you can rent the car for like a quarter or whatever, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. But that's funny though. Well, see, see, Paul, now you now you can make more great podcasts for everybody. I'm always wondering how you do a daily show. It's because you have your groceries delivered. See, yeah, and I batch. So I'm I'm meeting with you. I'm being flexible with you on a Sunday, but. Basically, Mondays is my batching day. So I, I try to do all my podcasts, the, the recordings of them mm-hmm. on Mondays and get that all knocked out at the beginning of the week. Cool. And then um, you mentioned something earlier, and I, I've heard other people call it an IPA. Uh, uh, wait a second. Income producing activity, IPAs. Mm-hmm. Like we have to be giving our time, energy, and intention. Is this an income producing activity? And when we look at our profit and loss statements, that 80-20 rule, what services or products are we offering that are bringing in the most income? And then once we identify those, how can we double down and invest more time onto those um, and, and, and double down? So I'm trying, 
between you and, and learning this from other people, I'm like, okay, here's what brings in the bacon. Here's what makes the money. I want to give all my attention, time, energy to income producing activities and going to Aldi's is not an income producing activity. Washing my Kia is not an income producing activity. And, sure. and so I've really, you, re, that was probably one of your best podcasts. I know that's been a while, but that one was absolute gold. And, um, the one from last, the one from last fall, the, the first hack, hack yeah, the first productivity hack one you did, it was like so convicting because I'm, I literally, and this just proves about how I had the raggedy thinking. I was thinking, oh, well, I'm saving $30 at the truck car wash because um, it's $15 to get your car washed and 15 buck tip to the high school kids working there. It's 30 bucks deal. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm saving $30 cause I'll just you know, go through and wash it myself and, and do it all. And, you know, it's taking an hour. I'm listening to a podcast while I'm doing. It. I was like, okay. But then I was like, okay, I might've saved 30 bucks, but what if I would have been giving that hour to an income producing activity that can make triple digits? You know what I right. mean? Right. Well, we, we had uh, 30 uh, yards of mulch delivered just this last yesterday, Saturday, we did a 43 yard mulch job. Wow. So it's $50 for delivery fee per I think 10 or whatever yards because the truck, the big, the big truck was um, already doing the deliveries. They were done, but they had like a 10 yarder um, box truck, uh, not box truck, but dump truck. The little ones like a, like a 450 or a 550. Mm-hmm. He's like, so I can do three loads at a time. It's 50 bucks a delivery. And like, like he was all reticent on the phone. Uh, the guys at site one shout out to site one. And I said, um, dude, no big deal. I said 150 bucks to have 30 yards delivered. I have a four cubic yard dump insert with my walls. Even if I had a dump trailer doing 10 yards at a time to go there and back there and back, uh, you know, five miles down the road to the, to the job site. It doesn't make any sense. Like we should be slinging mulch, pulling weeds, doing income producing activity. Like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a shipping company. I'm not a trucking company. I'm not a delivery company. Now I'm not saying one day don't buy a dump truck and a dump trailer and go get your own mulch. Like you can save some money there too. However, I have five guys on the site. I need to be there coordinating things. And, and that's, that's the role I need to be playing. And even if one of my guys, they don't need to be taking our truck at 20 bucks an hour, going at four yards to go there, back there, back, he gets eight yards and wear and tear and this and that and overhead and all this mess. Okay. That's 40 bucks for his labor. It's 50 bucks to have 10 yards delivered. Like it's, it's a wash, but he could be working, slinging mulch, pulling weeds and bringing in $75, $100 an hour worth of work. Um, and, and Paul, I, I just want to say something really quick, because maybe it's it's obvious to people, but maybe it's not. The It's not even like the income producing activity. Like, yes, that's, that's, a, that's, that's exactly what you should be focusing on is income producing activity, Paul. But what I just heard you say is that's a derivative. What, what, what really helped you was that you thinked, you thought, you spent time thinking, whether it was 10 seconds, whether it was an aha moment, listening to a podcast passively or actively. At the end of the day, you spend time thinking. Sometimes you get lucky and you get into this aha moment, right? Like I love aha moments. I listen to Caleb, uh, Caleb Allman's podcast all the time. I get these aha type of moments, right? Because he's just on a different wavelength. He's a smart business owner. But that's the exact point. Like you have to spend time thinking. And so somebody's like, well, Warren Buffett, he's so lucky. He's been think, thinking and reading and listening and studying for three hours a day, every day for 50, 60 years, right? If we have these aha moments, passively listening to a podcast or actively spending five minutes and kind of tweaking your business to be more efficient, imagine what your business and life would look like with 
30 minutes of intentional thought per day mm-hmm. for five years. I would imagine. So the, the point is, most of us don't get paid to do. You get paid to think. Caleb actually said this on a podcast last Wednesday or last Friday. It was brilliant. He kind of glossed over it because that wasn't his point. But at the last second, him and Brittany get paid to think and they get paid to coordinate. Mm. They do. And you guys do. You're like, well, I'm slinging mulch and I'm, and I'm mowing grass. Yeah. That's technician mindset. You need to have a business owner or an investor mindset. So thinking, uh, there's a quote, thinking is the hardest thing to do. That's why so few people engage in it. Frank Betcher. That's the truth. And so I'm telling you what, man, I, I'm telling you guys this from truth, not as like a know-it-all. Like I, I did, I, I hustled, I worked, I had my nose to the grindstone. I'm looking down, looking down, just working, working, working. But there wasn't a lot of thought. There wasn't a lot of intentionality. There wasn't a lot of thinking. There wasn't a lot of rhyme to the reason, right? And so at the end of the day, you have to spend some time thinking in your business. If you really want to see the, uh, what would you say, Paul, like the explosive growth, right? Like before we, before we hit start on this whole show, uh, you were talking about how some of your most profitable work you were realizing came from different activities, mm-hmm. but that was based on the fact that you were thinking about it, not just because you went and just did and did and did. You spent some time to think. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the profit and loss statement, it's like, wow, this brought in the most profit, this sector, this segment. So let's spend more time making that even bigger, like 80-20ing the 80-20. You know what I mean? That. Amen. Amen. Um, real quick, my battery died. You want me to switch it out? Uh, we're good. We'll do a little Logan Paul action, um, audio only for the conclusion here. So you're all good on the webcam. Cool. Um, let me ask you this. You talked about Caleb Allman. Uh, what do you guys got going on here and how can people uh, meet you in Nashville? Yeah, I dude, My mind's been going a hundred miles an hour. Um, we do have a summer event called together in the trades. Uh, I'm super excited about that. June 25th. It's our marriage conference that we're co-hosting with the almonds. Um, it's really the brainchild of Liz and, um, uh, Brittany and then uh, Liz was pregnant, had Emmy. She's like, I need your help. So I'm, I've been helping a lot. Caleb's, uh, he's like, I'm, he always jokes, like he's he's coming. He's not super involved, <laughs> but he, he, still, he still is doing a lot behind the scenes. We're really grateful for him. Um, but it's going to be a really good time. It's down in Nashville, June 25th. Uh, the Almonds just texted us because we usually do like a, a Sunday Zoom just, just as friends, you know, and mm-hmm. like they're just good people. So we, we love hanging out with their family. Um, but last Sunday we did a Zoom. There was like 78 tickets of the hundred sold. Uh, we just got a text from them this morning, like about an hour ago before I jumped on with you, Paul, that we're at like uh, 80. I got to look. It was like 80, whatever it was, there was like 10 or 15 tickets left. Wow. No, we're at, we're at 90 tickets sold. Wow. And I'm not, I'm not just saying it to say it, all that mess. Um, but it, it is true. Like if you guys want to come to together in the trades, it's um, the marriage conference we're putting down uh, on down in Nashville, June. I think it's 25th. Yep, June 25th. It's, it's going to be so much fun. It's such a different environment. It's such a different kind of conference and meeting. It's more intimate. It's more fun. It's way, way more revealing. Um, it's real life. And we talk about how to help have a successful marriage, a more successful marriage. No, nobody that's there has it all figured out. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you that. Um, but it's a tool. It's a resource. You'll laugh. You'll, you'll have fun. You'll get some ahas. And it's just cool to pull away from the business for just, you know, a day or two, come down to Nashville. Uh, go down there, get recharged up, spend some time with your wife uh, or your spouse or or if you're engaged and all that fun stuff. Um, 
so there's 10 tickets left. I know the room can hold a little bit more, but we're, we're aiming for a hundred folks. Uh, we're already at 90. A hundred so folks or a hundred couples? Uh, uh, 50 couples, a hundred folks. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, it's a smaller room. It's at, a, um, the music city center. I think it's what it's called. And I know the room can fit more, but we wanted to get back to a hundred folks, mm-hmm. um, 50 couples. And we're basically there. We still got about 45 days out. So plenty of time. If you guys want to come down, plenty of rooms uh, in the room block. So we're really excited about that. Shout out to Vimir and uh, Toro. Uh, they're going to be helping us sponsor that event. They, they believe in your guys' uh, marriages and relationships. They want to see you guys succeed. If you guys really get to know the Vimir folks, for example, as well, like they are, they're a very traditional uh, company, very successful company, billion dollar company, but they absolutely value marriage. And um, they're, they're, they're solid folks behind the scenes. We've got to know them a little bit more and, they're really good people. They're, they they said absolutely would love to get behind this event. And then um, so Rich, Rich just took me to dinner a couple of nights ago. He was in Atlanta. Rich Clark. Oh yeah, Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Rich is my boy. I mean, we, we text all the time on Instagram. Um, he, he he believes politically like I do, so we got a lot of comment. But anyway, um, and then uh, uh, that's trades. That's uh, end of June here coming up quick. And then LAL twenty twenty two. It's going to be a go. We already got the dates booked, speakers booked, whole different lineup. Really? Uh, I don't. I, I don't even think we have one person from the last three years speaking this year. Everybody, everybody's like really nice and really kind and really helpful, but they're all like, "Hey, it's a lot of work." Anyway, like we could maybe have an off here, you know? Like, oh wow. <laughs> what they didn't say it that way, but you know what I'm saying? Like the almonds have spoke every year, Calphus has spoke every year, and we we try to change up the lineup. But they're just such great people and communicators. We want to have them in. Um, but we're going to, we have a whole different lineup. Now, all those people, you know, and love are still going to come and hang out and host and help, um, you know, just promote the event. So the almonds will still be there in person. Calphus will be there. Corey Ballard's coming. Um, he's not speaking this year, but he's going to be a sponsor. Um, so tickets will go on sale here, probably end of June, first part of June. So look forward to that. That's our live event that we host, uh, November. But if you guys want to earmark your calendar, November 12th, Saturday, uh, that's when the event's going to be. Uh, Paul, I'd love to have you come on up if you're available. It's going to be it's going to be a wild time. Uh, last year, there was like 340, 350 people there, and um, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be wild. So don't don't. Here's what I say: don't don't blow all your money at Equip Expo. Okay, like Equip is great. You're going to learn about great machines and great equipment and all that mess. And use Paul's code. Use somebody's code to get there. But don't don't blow all your money just at a quip. Okay. Like they'll sell you a lawnmower at my conference. We're going to teach you how to make money with that lawnmower. It's entirely different. One's about equipment. One's about education. Um, they're both great. If you, if you have it in your budget, go to both. Um, for me, equip is like a, you go once. And if you want to keep going, that's up to you. But for the people that come to my conference, we got people now coming four years in a row. So that's got to say I'll, something. I'll, yeah. I'll, that was, this will be my fourth. I was at every single one of them. Yeah. And, yeah, and, the, and, and together I'm, in the trades. I haven't missed one event that the Entrepreneur Academy is, has put on, man. I've been faithful attendee at all of them and, and couldn't endorse it enough. It's, it's phenomenal what you and Liz do. We, we, that's, our, that's our baby. I'm telling you, Liz and I pour our heart and soul into the live events um, because they really do like change people's lives. Like they, they, I mean, people come up after they're hugging you, they're crying you, crying with you, they're telling you about struggles and victories and, um, and you see the growth with people. We, 
maybe you're just listening and, you know, and you're finding Paul's show for the, for the first time, but um, you know, welcome to the jungle. I always say, <laughs> but if you guys have been on this journey with all of us this last couple of years, um, we've, we've all been growing up, man. We've all been growing up together and there's people that I'll, I'll see at LAL and expo and, or equip that um, when I met them, they were like engaged young couple. Now they're like married or now they're married with like one or two kids and um, uh, Patriot lawn care to the cow parks is out there, you know, um, uh, Aaron, um, strong, uh, strong. Um, there's so many great people out there, Paul, you know, all these people and seeing like, uh, Jeremiah, um, and Savannah, you know, like engaged couple to like newlyweds to like this. And now they're, they're pregnant, you know, it's like, bro, it's wild. So I don't know. I, at the end of the day, it's not like all just hokey pokey trying to sell you guys, uh, a trimmer rack, you know, from equipment defender. Okay. Like relax. So we, we love you guys. We care about you guys. And uh, we're all, we're all kind of going through life together. So it's a fun community, man. It's I've never seen anything like it. Well, I got it on my calendar Saturday, June 25th, Nashville, Tennessee for together in the trades and Saturday, Ooh, boy, Saturday, in November in Michigan, man. I, it always hits me because it's like 65 in November in, in Georgia. We're still 60s, maybe a low 70s on a nice day. So when I leave, it's sunny and it's short sleeve. And that's all I've known all summer and spring. And then I get off the plane in Michigan and I'm like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> Every single year. But it's still on my schedule, Saturday, November 12th. And, and as a podcaster, Brian, your events are a dream for me because I usually post up in the lobby and I just get, you know, 12, 15, 18 epi- quality in-person episodes. My yeah. gosh, at Launchpreneur Academy last year, it was like Paver Pete brought, brought it to the house. And then Corey Ballard. And just like all day long, I was getting these crazy good interviews in person, good sounding audio. I love it. So I appreciate well, you let me, you know, kind of broadcast from your events. It, it, it creates three, four solid weeks of, of incredible episodes on our program. Well, I, I, I appreciate that, Paul. And I'll, and I'll tell you, honestly, like it makes my heart happy to see the impact because I love like when you when you do that, normally you come in like, you know, a couple of days early and then leave a couple of days later. Right. So it's like the first I don't know if you guys listening in, but you can hear like the first interviews like, yeah, man, LAL, like I'm hoping it's going to be good. Right. And then you get like four or five of those episodes. And then at the end, you get like the the 10 kind of debrief episodes and people are like this thing is wild. This thing is awesome. Like, holy cow, this person sold a show. This was my favorite speaker. I can't believe Paver Pete said this. So like, don't miss it. Like, don't be that guy that didn't get to the concert. Like, don't miss it because you're like, Oh, like, I wonder if it's going to be good. I'm telling you it's going to be good. And, and it's just wild to see the, the people change. And the, like you said, the interviews you get from just different folks from the, from the audience and stuff and other friends of the show and hearing like, man, I'm going home and changing this. And I'm going home and changing that. And like, I don't know why I was messing this up. It's so simple the way so-and-so broke it down, you know? Um, and, and of course, like, I, I'm a very, like, I got to like del- over deliver. I'm just, I, I'm always that guy. I, I so respect people's money and their decisions and their choices and their time. Uh, we do have a couple of people that I'm sandbagging right now that are going to come in. They're going to knock, knock your guys' socks off. They're going to be like special guests, if you will. Um, They've never spoken on stage. Okay, so it's going to be raw the first time. It's going to be insane. They've been on the YouTube channel, but not not in this fashion. So um, some OGs out there, and I'm telling you, I like I'm like I, dude, I'm grinning like ear to ear, like right like an idiot right now. I'm like just excited. OGs, I, I, are we like, talking Greg Chisholm OG, Troy Krog OG? Wait, what kind of OGs are we talking here, man? 
you'll you'll know you'll know by 2 p.m. on Saturday, Paul. So I can't. I this is what happens. I I I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But then I always tease something, and then I get 500 DMs. Hey man, who is it? I won't tell anybody. So I ain't saying nothing. If you want to uh, come, come check it out. If you don't, hey, no problem, man. Go go do a mulch job. I don't care. All right. <laughs> there you go. Well, I look forward to being at both your events, man. Thanks again for your time, Brian. I, I know it's Sunday morning. You got to go be a, a father and a husband. So I'll let you get to that. But thanks so much for um. You know, just encourage me as a friend. I know we say all the time that iron sharpens iron. But when I look at your life, um, you're so much further ahead in areas where I want to be successful. For example, on YouTube, I want to have a silver play button one day, a wife, a godly, you know, prudent wife, Proverbs 31. I want to have a wife one day, Um, you know, children. I want to have children one day. And, you know, you're, you're kind of like a step or two ahead of me in so many areas, 5,500 pieces of content. You know, I'm, I'd like to have 2000, you know, I mean, quality pieces of content. But your friendship, man, you just stretch me and, and, and encourage me. And, and uh, I, I appreciate you so much, man. I, every time we talk, I know we're both competitive and we, 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 you know, we, it's uh, when iron sharpens each other, it, it like, um, you know, there's friction. some friction. Yeah. And you, it, you got that healthy, you're like my little bro, like, all right, dang it, Brian, <laughs> you, you elevate my life to the next level. So I, I appreciate it. Paul, the feeling is mutual, dude. Like I, my show wouldn't exist if it wasn't for you and Mr. Producer um, it's only right that you have the biggest green industry podcast. Uh, I mean, you are uh, from, from the daily show, your commitment, your, the quality of the content you put out. I listen to it every day. And I'm, I'm like one, it's such a, it's, you know, I heard somebody say like heathens compete, Christians inspire. So you inspire me like nobody else. Uh, I, I'm so motivated at the same time. I'm like, man, good for Paul. The other part of me is like, oh, I, I feel it in the text. We'll show up. Like I had 142,000 downloads last month. You're like, I had 99. Damn. I feel people, like you're about people, to come punch me. <laughs> I was like, oh. if, if people knew like how, and, and you won't say this about yourself, but I can say it. Like if people knew how big your show really was, um, it, it would, it would blow people's mind. Like when you say you're in a top 1% of 1%, what we've ran the numbers, we know the stats. I'm so, so impressed and, and humbled that like, I have access to you and Mr. Producer. It's, it's, it's mutual brother. Like, and I'm not just saying that to say that I'm like, just when you think you guys are doing good in life, there's always a bigger fish. And I'm like, I sent Paul a photo of my, my stats and I'm like, Paul, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, bro. And then you like text me and just, I just like all the air goes out and I'm like, I'm a loser, you know, like, <laughs> like why even bother? Like, but you know what? That just goes to show that, that I got work to do. I can always be better. Um, I'm drafting behind you. And you know what? I, I'm totally cool with that, man. Like, like shake and bake. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. And the last, last, last thing I know you got to go that you really inspired me on because I used to be obsessed with sports and I used to make content on sports. I used to watch sports. I used to, it used to consume my life and you would rail. You're like, why do people watch sports? Just let it waste time. Who cares who's winning the game? And, and I remember at first I got convicted, but now I, th- I threw my TV away. I don't follow sports like I used to. I, I, I take that time to try to get a silver play button. I take that time to try to build my podcast. So you've really gotten under my skin in a, in a convicting way years ago. You would, you would, I don't know if you would say it intentionally or not, or I felt like you were talking to me. Maybe you were just talking in general, but you're like, it's a waste <laughs> of time to watch sports. Who cares? Michigan state, Michigan, who cares? You know what I mean? And yeah. dumbbell junior over here spending three hours watching 19, 20 year old kids. I never, they don't care about me. You know, they're out there in college playing a football game and I'm wasting time. And, and so through you just preaching that now I literally, I don't really watch sports anymore. I don't make content on sports and I'm, I'm building my business. And so you really stretch me in so many ways, Brian, I, I can't thank you enough, man. 
Hey, I, 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 it's right back at you. Oh, everybody else listening in, man. I, I, you guys make me want to be sharp. I mean, it's, it, it's wild. Like I, I, I want to make sure that I'm always growing mentally. Um, my business, I want to make sure that my companies are successful. I want to run things on the level. I want to be, make sure everything I'm doing is compliant. You know, like I, I want to be like you say, Paul, like a public figure, uh, like your friend, uh, Brody. I, I don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to have all this put together and then like, um, uh, not being doing things with integrity or correctly. Like Liz and I we live in a glass house, man. And, um, we always, if my, if my marriage stunk, you guys would know it. You would see it publicly. If, if my finances stunk, you would see it publicly because we just have so much content out there. And I'll tell you what, I'm sure some people are saying like, Hey, you should be further along. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I, I should be on a lot of areas of my life, but I'm really, really grateful for the last four or five years. It's been a good run. We have another you know, five-year game plan. We're, we're doing the best we can, just like you guys. So um, I, I always appreciate the grace that anybody's ever given me. Um, I always appreciate the support that anybody's ever given from, you know, an encouraging word to using a, a promo code or, you know, what, you know, hitting a thumbs up, like you said on a video. So dude, it's, it's right back at you, man. I, it's just, when you get around people who are winning, it makes you want to win big. And um, Paul, you're a winner. Everybody listening in, you guys are winning. Um, you guys are active, man. You guys are trying to grow and you guys are trying to take care of your wife, your kids, your husbands. Like to me, that's, that's real winning, man. And I'm telling you what, like, can I make more money? Sure. But I, I have a pretty good balance right now between our companies and then also being uh, a present father and a present husband. And I'll tell you what, man, like, I'm, I'm just telling you guys, like the more money you make, it doesn't make you really any more happier. Yeah. You can buy a little bit nicer things, but I'll tell you what, like, don't forget the people along the way. Um, I, I thank God I didn't have this like ultra come to Jesus moment when like my wife left me and I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing with my life or my businesses? Right? Like I just kind of realized like a year ago, I, my, I'm doing all this for my wife and I need to start showing her that I love her more than anything. And, and guys, if you have a wife, like that means time period case closed. So I love intentionality and quality time. So I'm not perfect. Uh, Liz, will, Liz will tell you that, but she'll also tell you that I probably, you know, try to do a good job too. So any which way, um, Paul, you and I, we're kindred spirits, man. We could talk for hours. I, I appreciate you giving me the platform and um, yeah, go back through some old episodes on Paul's with uh, other other podcasts that we've been on if you guys want to hear more. But uh, we're just getting started, Paul. The future's bright and we have, we have so many more big things coming down the pike and um, we can't wait. So thanks for the time, brother. Looking forward to it, man. I'll pick up your cues. Go spend some time with your wife, man. Nice segue. <laughs> Th- thank All you. Right, yeah, yeah, thanks for your time. Later, buddy. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. I love that friction and that iron and sharpening iron that Brian's brought to our friendship over the last several years. He definitely challenges me. And once I get a little stale or complacent or comfortable, Brian's just, you know, he's at 100 miles per hour being creative, being productive. And I'm just like, oh, man, I, I got to get it together. And uh, it's so valuable to have friends like that that draw you higher in life um, rather than pull you um, into mediocrity and uh, complacency and average and things of that nature. So I'm very, very thankful uh, to Brian and his friendship. I still remember the very first time I met him. It was at um, Naylor's event at the, this was back when it was called the GIE Plus Expo. And I was like the um, greeter, so to speak, to, to um, Naylor's rally. And so I'm standing outside with my friend, Brian Ring, and 
we're out there. People are coming in, and um, I see this guy walk up with a camera. He's acting like he's all that in a bag of chips. I'm like, who's this guy? And he's he's walking around filming. He's you know he's vlogging. He's like, what's up, guys? He's acting like this big time YouTuber. I'm like, I've never even heard of this kid. And um, he's with Liz, and he he walks up, and he's like, oh, you must be Ring a Ding. He's like, I'm Brian too. You know, I'm I'm Brian. Brian's on maintenance, and and. Uh, Brian kind of blows me off. He's like, Hey man. And I was like, hi, you know, and uh, he thought I was Naylor's assistant. So he just, I mean, you know, he didn't have a clue or whatnot. And it's all right, but he's like, yeah, nice to meet you, man. And just kind of blew me off. And, um, anyway, that's how I met Brian. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, th- over the next, I, I think I might've started following him on social media that day. Um, or, you know, GIE, if you, you get a whole bunch of new followers, you start following new people. And then I started seeing, Oh, Brian's on maintenance, Brian's on maintenance. But I could tell looking back now, I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. He probably only had like four or 5,000 subscribers at the time, but he carried himself like he was a full-time YouTuber. He carried himself like he was someone with the silver play way before any of that uh, materialized. And and I watched him unfold. And then it was actually at GIE uh, a couple of years later, we we're at the Echo Means Business booth. And there's actually footage I can see on other people's videos of Brian and I sitting there talking and he was actually picking my brain about podcasting. He's like, Hey man, I, I'm thinking about getting into this. And, uh, it was less than a month later that he actually flew me up to Michigan. And uh, I went to his very first LAL and uh entrepreneur Academy live event. And then, um, we, we started his podcast. So anyway, I can share so many stories like that, hanging out with Brian at events at the hype house, you know, he sponsored one of my uh, previous tours and, uh, constantly is promoting his entrepreneur Academy on our program and so much more. And so, I hope you guys enjoy us getting the chit chat and uh, it's friendships like that, that I'm telling you, they're so rare. They're so valuable. And, and, and when you find a friend like Brian, um, you just got to show gratitude, appreciation. I try to add as much value to, to him and his family as possible. And, and, you know, likewise, I, I hope it's just a, a win-win situation where he makes me better. I make him better. And uh, also Mr. Producers benefiting from everything and uh, y'all listening, hopefully, can take away something from us. We we could have kept talking for, you know, hours. It's just he kept dropping hints. He's like, well, you know, I got to spend so much quality time with my wife. I spend quality time with my wife. I'm sitting there thinking, I think he's trying to say, wrap it up, Paul. So I got to spend time with my wife. Anyway, guys, thanks to again to today's show sponsor, Jobber. If you guys need to stay organized in your business, maybe you're trying to scale your business and you don't want to have a rocky foundation ever, but especially as you're experiencing times of growth, Um, Check out Jobber. They truly offer a free 14-day trial where you can go ahead and just tinker around with it, see if it's something that you think would be valuable to your business. And then if you decide, you know what, this is definitely it, Uh, you can actually save 20% off your first six months. Um, Promo code Paul over there. It's just getjobber.com forward slash Paul. And uh, that link is in today's show notes. And um, they'll onboard you. They'll, They'll make everything easy peasy for you. Um, So take a gander at today's show notes. You'll see the link there for getjobber.com forward slash Paul. So you can click on that hyperlink and get started with Jobber today. Thanks for listening, guys. Smash that. What's that, Marty? Oh, yeah, the YouTube. Yeah, uh, the video we just did is on the YouTube. So check it out on our our Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison YouTube channel to see uh, the behind the scenes of of my new piano. And (laughs) Brian and I hang it out over there on the YouTube. It's Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison on the interwebs over there on the YouTube. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.